Alright, y'all, this is another episode of the Respectfully Unruly Podcast. It's with your boy AB, but we got a special guest for today. You got your man. Yo, what's good? What's good, man? Darius. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, Big D. What's good? Just switching up, just switching up, doing a little something different. Alright, let's just get right to the shits. Alright, man, these Knicks. As of right now, um, we're recording this podcast game. I believe game uh five is tonight in the garden. Um, Knicks are down three one. Um, yeah, man, just a little, just a little, little something about the Knicks, man. I've been a lifelong Knicks fan for like twenty years now and shit like that. And what what's happening right now is karma. You know what I'm saying? Karma, and due to the simple fact that we as Knicks fans don't respect past players that have. That have um, you know, actually wanted to play in the garden. You know, for like the past ten years, t- 10, 15 years, it's only been about two people that actually wanted to play in the garden. You know what I'm saying? And right. one was one was um Amari Stoudemire. Unfortunately, um, that was like at the tail end of his career due to injuries. But the other person has been Carmelo Anthony. Right. And like all this all season, I've been hearing like, oh, it's gonna be better than the Melo. Then the mellow era, the mellow era is trash compared to what we got now. Uh, um, uh, Julius Randle's going to have a bigger impact. He's going to be a better player. I'm like, son, like, come on, son. We don't got to denigrate and degrade somebody's name just to raise up another brother. You know what I'm saying? So all this is, all this right now is like, yo, this is just karma coming home to roost. And it's like, yo, this, 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 to get into like the actual um, gameplay aspect of it, this this series was one hundred percent winnable. Um, I don't know what the hell happened. Um, to me, my theory on it is that yo, um, the Atlanta Hawks defense, you know, singled, zeroed in on, on on Julius. You know what I'm saying? On Julius Randle and like right. he um, it's like he the team is taking up his persona. You know what I'm saying? Like right. their defensive first team, their defense translates to offense. You know what I'm saying? Right. Naturally. So what Julius is like with his poor shooting is like he's in his head. So it's like it's making him lose confidence because now you see on defense, on a pick and roll, he's sagging back. He's not trying. It's all on defense. And that's what's on everybody else. Not most of the team not not doing their all on defense. Like they're getting killed in a pick and roll. Like I don't understand. Like shit that they was that they right. was doing in the in the in the during the whole seasons. Like they it's just like they forgot. You know what I'm saying? Like they forgot. Right. Uh, how to do it, you know what I'm saying? Like, Julius is not getting right. I mean, the same shots he's been taking this whole season is not going in, and I think that's some type of, and I think it's psychological, right. you know what I'm saying? He hasn't been on this type of he hasn't had this type of type of spotlight on this type of stage, and I think it's probably weighing on his mind a little bit, you know what I'm saying? But then again, Tibbs also has the fault in this, you know what I'm saying? Tibbs, I mean, yo, like, of course, you, all right, Tibbs, you play, you put. Frank Milikina in on a fucking island. <laughs> on the last, yeah, that was a bad decision right there. Yeah, on the last defensive <laughs> play of the game, you put Son on an island, and then like you never right. put him back in after that. You know what I'm saying? Like what? Right. Like what? Like, mean, what's the, like, can... What messes that sentence, I mean, son? Right. Ahead, I mean, to piggyback on that, like um, to piggyback on that, like think about how he's been playing Frank all season, um. To put him in that moment because, granted, granted, uh, Frank has the gifts to be a good defensive point guard, um, but uh, he hasn't been in that moment, right? 
And that's the thing with the Knicks. So, like, I'm going to jump backwards a little bit and get back to your – I'm going to hit all your points, uh, the, the things that you brought up. Um, so, like, yeah, I, I agree with you a thousand percent about just New York in a nutshell, right? Not respecting those who came before. Think about in culture regardless. I mean, in everything. That's the New York way, right, to just shit on the past, right, and don't realize that we are – the resilient individuals and the highly, one of the most highly favored people, groups of people from any city in the world because of yeah. our past. Right. Yeah. So yeah. we get back to like the Knicks and of course I've seen, I've seen the narrative of Julius Randle being the best Nick since Patrick Ewan and just bypassing those greats like Stoudemire, like uh, uh, Carmelo, mm-hmm. like, even Marbury. even Starberry. Like Marbury, right. Exactly where I was going to go to. So, you know, when it's like with New York, it's like it's like a here now. Going to mall type of thing. Going to mall type of thing. And I it shows. It show, and it shows and it shows in the energy that the team is using. And then to, to talk about the Knicks, um, right light, big stages. I mean, those guys are showing, Julius Randle especially. Because I don't really feel like, I don't feel like the Hawks are – taking him out of the game as much as he's taking himself out of the game. Like, he's okay. showing that he's not ready for the big stage. Okay. And you know how it is in New York City. They will make the playoffs again next year because they they have a team that is made to make the mid-tier uh, uh, areas of the NBA, right? They have a mid-tier team. They play great defense, but... They're above they, 500. Above 500. Right, they're above 500 teams. They play great defense, but they don't have a closer. And they have a lot of guys who can close, but they don't have anyone who ha- who's had that opportunity to be that guy. All granted, albeit Derrick Rose. I'm not going to take nothing away from Derrick Rose, but I don't like Derrick Rose in that notion of being that guy. I, I, he, I feel like he's showing that he has to be that guy because there's no one else that is there to be that guy. He has the, the talent and the ability to be that guy. But we all know that that's Julius Randle Sr. So if he's not showing up, then the Knicks are going to go as far as he's going. And there's, you know, there's an actual, there's an actual um, not to cut your muffle, not to cut your wall. It's all good, man. There's like an actual stat out there that says through synergy, and it's like, yo, throughout the regular season, he posts up about seventeen percent of his possessions. Right. So far, he only had one post up this whole postseason. You could tell it's psychological, right? You ask yourself, what's going on, right? What's going on? And I, I do believe the game one loss is playing a big playing a big factor in what's going on with the Knicks psychologically, right? And then to beat this team three times in the regular season and then act as though that didn't happen already, right? Yeah. It's the same like the Suns. Of course, the Suns, the Suns, the Suns were given that that uh that luck by Anthony Davis getting hurt again, right? Mm-hmm. Because we saw we saw what the Lakers could do without even getting a hundred percent LeBron. And when I say hundred percent LeBron, I mean the 30, 10 and 10 LeBron. He had 23. He had a bunch mm-hmm. of assists. I want to say he had like 11 assists, but we can't act like Anthony Davis wasn't killing that game too. And the dominance, the dominance of basically having a twin tower was on their team. The dominance of the two big men, albeit uh, the Andre Ayton is getting, uh, is getting, uh, he's getting, He's getting his buckets, but he's yeah. not getting his rebounds. See, okay. that's the thing. They can't rebound. And then when Chris Paul is not on the floor, 
it's easy to focus on Devin Booker. But I brought them up to say because they beat the Lakers the majority of their meetings in the season. I think it's like two to two to one, right? Okay. And but they're not losing what they did to beat that team. They didn't forget, and it seems as though the Knicks forgot. Like, yeah, uh, Trey is going to get his numbers, right? No, because- but to be to, but to be fair though, right? Yeah, they they do have they beat them, I believe, three times, but all three times they was missing. The Hawks, I'm talking about. Absolutely, yeah, they were missing players for sure. They missing players, and I think sure. Clint, Clint and Trey got hurt that last game. Right, I had to. I mean, granted, the, the the Hawks have a more talented team than the Knicks. All right, they have a more talented team. They have young guys who are gunners, and like I said, the Knicks, it was kind of like it's like pulling the wool off the eyes. We were so happy to see them do what they're doing, but now when you got to zone in and focus on the team for a seven game series. It's showing that, yeah, we haven't been in the playoffs for eight years. It's showing. Eight, nine years. It's showing that now. Because, mm-hmm. yeah, Tibbs, Tibbs is a great coach. I can't take nothing away from Tibbs. Damn near, if you want, you can say he's coach of the year. If you bring the Knicks to the fourth seed, like, you can get coach of the year. question, <laughs> though. Are they a fourth seed? To be honest with you, they're more like a seventh seed to me. All right, because I was about to say, because we had Celtics had their problems this season with – so Jason Tatum catching COVID, right. him being like catching, like he's he said he wasn't never he never bounced back from that. Um, different type of injuries. I think Mark Smart missed a couple of games. Right, um, their team hasn't been complete either. Absolutely. Yeah, and then the, the Heat missed. I mean, Jimmy Butler missed damn near half the damn season. You know what I'm saying? Battling and it showed. They battling COVID. Show, too, right. you know what I'm saying. Right. It showed. Um, I mean, you look at you look at, but look, this playoffs, this this playoffs is going to show because like like. Like I talked about the Lakers. I don't think the Lakers is better than the Phoenix Suns as a team. I Do I think they have better players? Yes. But as a team, they're not better. So I think the talent is going to show in these playoffs. Like like the like the Bucks, right? Like we know in the East. Hold on, wait, wait, wait. Don't go to the Bucks. Don't go to the okay. Bucks. Don't go to the Bucks. Let's finish with the Knicks. Okay. Um, all right. So one thing I wanted to say, right, is that to me, my theory on how to win a, a seven-game seven series is like, yo, your star player, right? Your star yes. player has to get you at least two games. And what I Absolutely. mean by he he has to at least get you two games. He has to be able to say, yo, he has to take he has it has to be either one or two games of him just saying, yo, I am going to shoot 25 times. I'm gonna get 50 right. points. Y'all just do what y'all gotta do. I'm gonna carry y'all right. or in the or or he wins it in a clutch for you and say, yo, listen, clear it out. This is what I'm gonna do. Like Jason Tatum. Jason Tatum's out here dropping Absolutely. 50. You know Absolutely. what I'm saying? So just that's to get, just to get just to get one game, he had to yeah, he had to drop fifty. Like, yo, I'm going to get y'all one game. Right, I'm that's get, I'm getting y'all one game. Right, you know what I'm saying? The other thing about how to win is that your coach is going to have to get you a game. Right, and your role players will have to win you a game. Right, right. So that's your four games out of that seven four right? games, right? Right, but it has been the exact opposite. I think coach, I think Tibbs coached him out of game one, and he coached him out of game four. Right to me, I agree with you know what I'm saying right. he coached him. He coached him out of game one because a that Franklin that Frank Neal killer fiasco that he did right. Plus the last play of the game, it felt like Cavs didn't know where to go. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like Cavs, mean, look, why would, why would that you was trap? a weird ass look. that was a weird ass play that last play. Right, but think about it. Why would you trap with two guys that you know can't guard the one guy? So and then also to piggyback no, no. what you're saying. Wait. 
that that was how that's that the trap on on Trey actually works. The problem, well, right? No, 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 right? You're absolutely right. The misdirection, right? They look like they didn't know where to be. No, where they were no, going. no. On the on the defense on the defense with Frank. The thing right. was, right? The problem was that Frank was trying to to force him left to the double team to the trap. Right. But he sideswiped Frank and went right. Right. And that's because Frank's legs wasn't, you know what I'm saying? Like, if Frank, if Frank, if his legs, you know what I'm saying? If he got just a little bit of smidge, a smidge of minutes prior, I think that'll be totally different. I agree with you. I agree with you. You I'm saying? It'd have been totally different because he wasn't, he wasn't, he wasn't game ready. Yeah, he wasn't game ready. I I mean, even though, even though, yo, he's a professional. I'm saying, he's still still a person. You don't get no minutes. You don't get no minutes. If, If you just wake up, and I expect you, you just woke up and I expect you to be uh, 11 o'clock ab, 11 yeah. o'clock ab, right? That's not fair to you. Yeah. So you're absolutely right. But he, you're absolutely right. He should have been in the game. If you knew at some point that that would be, if it came down to that moment and that's the guy that you wanted to use, you should have gave him some minutes. So you're absolutely right about that. 100%. Yeah, so I'm like, come on, bro. You can't do that. You can't do that. To, that's not fair. Right, because um, we, we we killing him <laughs> yeah. when when in, in all actuality it's the coach's fault. Yeah. And Absolutely. then on top of that, this whole time Trey's been killing son, you know what they've been doing? When the pick and roll comes, right, instead of them showing or trapping, right, they're they sagging back. Right. Like it's like they, they the gym, it's like right? they're giving up, it's like they're giving up. It's like they're they're assuming that he's just gonna go to the paint and that's where they're gonna trap him at. But he's not doing that. Like he's showing his footers, mini jump right. shots, three pointers, right. setting somebody, he's sucking in the D and setting somebody else up. Like it's been crazy, man. This pick and roll's been killing him this whole time. You know what I'm saying? I mean, it show it makes it makes the it, look all year they've been saying the Knicks top top five defense, all these different things, right? It makes you sit back and think. It makes you think like how much we focus now on just analytics, right? Yeah. And on paper, yeah. it's cool. I don't care if yeah. if you rank number one defense, right? When yeah. you playing when you playing a team in a seven game series, it doesn't matter what you did all season, right? Yeah, because sure. look at the variables, right? Look at the variables. You got a guy averaging twenty four and ten, mm-hmm. who's averaging like fourteen, fifteen right now, right? Mm-hmm. And then. Those ten, look at how much they losing by, right? Yeah, you understand what I'm saying? Like, so yeah. you'll say, yeah. you'll say, just if you show up, if you show up, we got a chance to win ball games. Then you look at the, the the analytics that people don't look at, right? Like the Knicks are like two and like ten in games decided five or fewer, right? So it's not even like when he shows up that we guarantee the dub either because we don't win close games. Yeah, you understand what I'm saying? We don't win close games. We win in by ten. We win in by five or more. If we not winning by five or more, we losing. We losing. Yep. yep. But that's where that that's where that go to guy. You can't you can't front at diehard Nick fan, lifelong Nick fan like myself. This is where we miss having a a two guard as a go to guy. You understand what I'm saying? That guy that's going to like the way the NBA all point guard, a point guard or two guard or wing. Any one of those three positions. Yeah, this is where this is where it's gonna get crazy now. Like right. I brought up, I brought up my other podcast. I brought up um, Austin Rivers. <laughs> Absolutely, this moment you're 100 right because Yo, you see what happens when the, but he was trash. All fitness, he was nah, trash. He was trash. He was trash. He was trash on the Knicks, and he couldn't stay healthy. But one thing you can't take from him is the 
experience. Not, not being afraid of the bright lights. He'll yeah. take the big shot. You understand what I'm saying? Like, I, yeah. I don't want to, I don't want to, look, one of the games, one game, matter of fact, was it the first game when the Knicks had nine seconds left? And look at the play that they tried to draw. Julius Randle, cold old game. Right? You're going to try to give him, you, you run a play where you have Derrick Rose run around, and I'm just giving the ball to D. Rose because the way he was playing in game one, he deserved to be the one to take. We live and die by that last shot by D. Rose. Even with yeah. nine seconds. I don't care if it's a 40, a 45-foot shot. Yeah, we, yeah. Hand, we hand Julius Randle the ball with his mm-hmm. back to the basket with nine seconds. Yeah, and then Todd Gibson just standing there. You know what I'm saying? Right. Right. So just, just because he's the guy. But just because he's the guy. Mm-hmm. And it's mm-hmm. like, no, that's not that's a bad coach decision as well. Even yeah. from a great coach, because you got to understand if he if he passes to Randall and Randall turns around and miraculously throws it up backwards and it goes in, he's he's a superhero, right? Uh, yeah. uh Tibbs and Randall. Yeah. But when you miss that shot or you don't even get a shot off, right? You sit yeah. back and say, Well, was that really a good play when all game long, Derrick Rose was the reason why the game is close. Yeah. Look at the couple of those plays towards the end where Taj Gibson didn't want to take a shot. Uh, I want to say it was no, Maddie passing up shots. Yo, they, they passed, passed yo, Julius, Julius Randle was passing up shots. He getting in the paint and passing it out. I'm like, dude, yo, you 6'10". Like, yo, get the basket, bro. If it's not, if not, like if not put somebody else in the game. If you don't want to play, put somebody yo. else in the game. Yo, we don't deserve to win this series, though. We gotta you go. Absolutely home don't. You have to go absolutely home. Absolutely don't. You absolutely just, don't. just, just end it. End it. I don't even care if it's on the home court, yo. Just end it tonight. <laughs> I would like. Let's just go. Look, let's just go on vacation. I, I want. I want them to lose. Let me, let me go root for the. Let me go root for the next in peace. <laughs> I, want them to lose, I want them to lose at home, so they don't have to go nowhere. <laughs> yeah, so let's, let's, let's just. Because you, know you, you can't lie, Ab. You don't want to lose in ATL, right? Yeah. Then look, somebody like. Somebody like, yo, let's go to King of Diamonds. <laughs> or, or whatever the club out there is. Excuse me if, that, if that's the wrong place, but, you get know. Some lemon, uh, get some lemon pepper wings and shit. With you know what I'm saying? Let me, go get some lemon, <laughs> let me go get some lemon pepper wings after we just got lo- – after we basically, basically, in my opinion, a four to one that's is what? pretty good. It's a yeah, sweat. It's right. You're 100% right. right. It's, it's called a, a gentleman's sweet. A gentleman's sweet. You're 100% right. That's like, the term. Get out of here, man. Like, just <laughs> get out of here, man. This is packed. Yeah, they got, they got to go. Even from a Knicks fan – um. Even from a Knicks fan, they gotta go because they played good enough to make the playoffs in a weekend um a East Eastern uh season. A lot of injuries, a lot of injuries, um, a lot of late trades shaped uh shook the uh, the East up. You know, yeah. um a lot of a lot of a lot of guys like I would have loved to see Chicago in there, the way uh Zach Levine was playing. Um, Yo, that trade killed they I think they that killed they momentum. It definitely did because you got a you got a great player and Vucevic or whatever how you say his name. He's got a great player. You got a great player, but you know chemistry wise, yeah, it was just starting to gel. And yeah. now you got you got a because he's a he's so a somebody big new in there, right? You know he's a big deal. You know what I'm saying not yeah, not all not not every all star player is on the same level. Like they're not made the same. You know what I'm saying? It's right. levels to everything. You know what I'm saying? I mean, chemistry, man. Chemistry yeah. is a big thing. Yo, so what you think? You think um, so do we extend Julius, or do we try to extend, or, do, or we just throw the we match? Gotta, we gotta keep Julius because he's shaped. He's not necessarily the, the problem, and I say that very, uh, very uh, sparringly. I say that okay. because in the playoffs, he's showing that you know this is really like his first time. So yeah. you got to give him benefit of the doubt. He played for the Lakers. 
Y'all weren't even y'all wasn't doing nothing in, in L.A. Uh, Kobe yeah. was hurting on his way out, um, and then when y'all was trying to get your bearings, all y'all was shipped up out of there, right? Yeah. So, um, to be fair, to be fair, this is first rodeo in the playoffs, and with the Knicks spotlight on it. Yeah, that's, right? yeah, that's, that's a big deal. Whether we are a playoff team or a winning franchise or not, it's the New York Knicks. It's still the number one grossing yeah. team in basketball. You understand? Yeah. Why? Who knows? <laughs> right? But at the end of the day, I've been to Knicks games. That's where all that sports money. Right. I've been to Knicks games while they were sorry. They're losing by 20 to teams without the star player. I've been to Knicks games. Like, like it's still like $270. You feel me? Tickets are arm and a leg. You understand? So... I think we extend. We, I think he, we extend him because he is still that. No, no. What if he doesn't want the extension? What if he wants the max? Oh, if he doesn't want the extension, you gotta let him go. Um, you gotta you let him go. Max at him? Huh? You don't throw the max at him? I don't want the max on him though, and I think that's that's the thing that's gonna that's the thing that will make him leave. Before the playoffs, he deserved the max. No, 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 fam, fam, fam. You gotta throw. All right, you have to give. You him gotta him. throw the max at him. You gotta man. give him the max. If you want to keep him, if you want to keep him, you gotta throw the max at him. You know why? Also, because there's a lot of cats in the league is is watching. You know what I'm saying? A lot well, of cats, that, in the and, and, and that's the key. But see, that's the key. That's where I was gonna go. That's the key, right? So now, do you, in in the opportunity as a GM, in the opportunity to further the winning culture, do mm-hmm. you throw him the max because of that, or do mm-hmm. you throw him the max because right now? Or for the foreseeable future, I won't even say right now, for the next two, three years, mm-hmm. you see him as somebody that you're really trying to build around. So I agree mm-hmm. with you. You got to throw him the max to tell players like, yo, we serious over here. You you come here and you play and you show us that you're loyal, we're going to lock you in. And there's no use. And like, dog, like, all right, so I looked at the, I looked at the, the for the free agent um talent pool for like the next two years. So this right. year is going to be Kawhi, top right. dog. Next right. year is going to be, um, everybody, damn man, like <laughs> like Russ, KD, yeah. Kyrie, Harden. It's gonna be cat. Wait, it's gonna be cats. That's gonna be like thirty three. Going I'm on thirty four. You give the max out of the old You don't. You don't give them the max. No, okay. no, no. You owe that. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Sure. You give Julius the max, right? Right. You're right. You give Julius the max, and like you just, if you want to, it's no, it's no, it don't make no sense in you. Holding cap space for cats that's not coming. One hundred percent. Nobody's out there, son. Right. Nobody's 100%. out there for you. One hundred percent. I felt the like cats the going to be out there is going to be too old. Like you're not going. Like come on, son. I felt like, like I love Knicks, TV, but you're not giving him no, no the max right. and three. I felt like the Knicks had a. They had a nice dilemma, and we're we're going to see in the next few years that they made the right decision where they had an opportunity to go after like somebody like Bradley Bill and things like that, and and you know they had certain players that was off the table. You know, Bradley Bill wants to stay in in Washington, right? Yeah. But they had certain players on the table to where you can't lie. You can't front where if you offer the package of Julius Randle and somebody, right? I don't know who because not everybody. Maybe maybe Barrett, right? Because if I had opportunity to get – personally, if I had opportunity to get Bradley Bill, um, I'm going after Bradley Bill because, like I said, the game is catered towards that two guy. That two yeah. and that three, that's the guy. And the point guard, of course. But those are the guys at the end of the game, unless you're getting a talent like a Trey Young, right, who is a scoring first point guard, right, and all of his scoring makes him look like a great point guard because he's going to get 30 points a game, 
he can average 30 points a game and he's going to get 10 assists because he averaged 30. You yeah. understand what I'm saying? So unless you're getting a point guard of that culture, of that, of that, of that chemistry, of that skill set, then yeah, you go for a point guard. But like them two guards, man, like the Knicks, when the last time we had a great two guard? That's Allen Houston, bro. That's a very long time ago. A great two guard. You understand? Like it's been a long yeah. time. We 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 tried the big man, bro. For years, we tried the big man. We drafted big guy. We don't forget we drafted Jordan Hill. We drafted you know what I'm saying? Right. We had Michael Sweeney. We had Eddie Curry. We had Amari. We had even Melo. I, I look at Melo as a big. At times, they was running Melo at the yeah, Right. Zeebo. People. You understand? We had all these big guys. We were going after big guys, and we look how many people we look how many people we skipped over in the draft. So where the Knicks would have been turned the, the culture around. Yeah, you understand. We took uh, uh Jordan Hill right after we were going for we were going for Curry at that time. I ain't gonna lie. Nah, they undercutted us. They undercut nah, us. They, they, we definitely got undercut for Curry, one hundred percent, one hundred percent. Because they, just look at just look at if we got Steph Curry. Not saying that we get Clay Thompson and all these other guys, but just yeah. look at that once in a lifetime type of you know, like when we almost got Zion, right? Like it was a yeah. once in a lifetime. We settled for RJ Barrett. Like RJ Barrett's cool, but like he's not gonna be that guy. He doesn't have that killer instinct to me. You understand? And I'm not talking about like a Jordan or a Kobe killer instinct because that shit is extreme. Nah, what I, is, I, I think he do, son. Like he's not. He got an average, average 25. He got to. But this is second year. So I don't think. Nah, nah. I don't, I, understand. Understand. I, understand. Yeah, I don't think he's scared. Like he will take the shot. But the thing is that he's not going to take the shot and he's on the same team with Julius. That's not going to happen. Well, well, and, and, and that's the problem with the Knicks, right? Because Tibbs is more comfortable with saying the next guy to take that shot is Derrick Rose. And it's like, yo, put the people – Derek. like I said, I love Derrick Rose, one of my favorite players, just culturally he's an icon, all these things. But he's not there to be getting 28 points in the playoffs. He's not there for that. You understand what I'm saying? He's a glue guy. He's a teach-and-go type of player. That's why we went back – we know we know Tibbs bring Derrick Rose everywhere he goes yeah. because he's a glue guy. He's a loyal coach to to guys that's been loyal to him. I get it. Ta- Why you think Taj back there? Yeah. All of those things. I get it, right? I get it. But at the same time, you can't lie. Like the number two guy isn't RJ Barrett, and if it's not, like it's times where I want Alec Burks in because I don't trust RJ Barrett or Julius Randle. Right? I'm running. Yeah. I'm running with quickly, quickly Rose. Uh. 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 uh Burks, Obi, Obi, and whoever else you want to put in there. Like, oh, that, that, that should be the line. I think that's like you feel the, me. Or, or, or Taj Obi, right? I'm running with that. I'm running with that. That five because those guys are showing. Those guys, to me at least, are showing that they're not afraid of the big stage. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, and that's and that's a problem because yes, I agree with you. Um, RJ, RJ Barrett. Depending on the range of the last shot, he shouldn't get the shot over over uh, over uh, Randall. But at the same time, that's your number two guy. You got to be getting, you got to be putting him in a position to be that guy. And I just don't feel like he has it. I'm not saying he doesn't want it. I don't feel like he has it. And then he's a consolation prize. I didn't really, ne- I never liked that pick. But in that draft, you don't go for, you don't have RJ on the board and don't take a chance at RJ. Yeah, you're right. you know what I'm saying. So once Zion off the table. 
right, then you got to go for the next best thing, and 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 that's how it is. Of course, of course, I wish the Knicks could have got like Lamelo Ball and all these good, all that shit, man. Because you need those coach, you need them icon of them transcendent players. And he was talking that shit, talking about Lamelo was about to be an eight. He's about to fall out the lottery, all types of wild shit. They was trying to throw on niggas losing a mind. Look, a team with a point guard <laughs> with two point guards. Took that motherfucker anyway. <laughs> because cause he's a once-in-a-lifetime talent. You understand? And you got to take it. To me, he's better than his brother. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. Talent-wise. Talent-wise. Yeah. yeah. 100% better than his brother. Yeah. You understand? And you got to go yeah. for that. Even if you got a point guard, you got to lock that up. You got to. Yeah. Do what you do to put that, put him in the two if you have to. Well, he, he was six what? Six six? He, he, but nah, how, what? Who, LaMelo? What are you, like six four? Nah, he's six eight. He's six eight? Yeah, that's yeah. What I'm He's six eight. Put him, put him anywhere on the floor. He's an army. He's a Swiss Army knife. Yeah, he got to get there though. He got to get there. He just got to get some size. Cause when you when you when you fracture your wrist and shit like that, that's that's that comes down to your conditioning and your strength. You got to he got to get that that worked out. Yeah. All right, all right, all right. So let's let's look for look look towards another another um Eastern Conference team. Yes, sir. A team that everybody loves to hate. Uh, let's go to the Nets. Yo, what I've heard I, now, 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 I've been hearing all season long how that <laughs> don't play no type of defense. You don't have to, man. Third. Just throw, that, throw that out there first, Ab. Throw that out there. And I was like, <laughs> that offense. <laughs> yo, yo, look, look. But see, but see, there, there's a, there's a, there's a, there's a terminology for cats who don't understand the game, right? They call casuals, right? Yeah. So. They feed into the narrative of, well, the Lakers is ranked number one in defense. Doesn't matter, but can they score in the clip in the match? It's, it's why LeBron had so many issues with the Warriors all his career, right? Yeah. To the point where people would say LeBron didn't have no help. Like, bro, that nigga had all stars all around him every time. LeBron gets the players. What people fail to realize is he gets the players that he wants around him, right? Yeah. All stars, equal teams, but you can't, you could. Cleveland played, they had to play immaculate basketball to beat a team like that because you can't, you can't but, make but up for all. But to fairness to the casuals, I think that um those Warriors teams were ranked pretty high in defense. It was like a top 10. So I mean, but think about it. But think about it. That Their defense was like a top 10, right? Yeah. But think about how their defense was a top 10 because they shoot you out of, the, out of your game. Yeah. Right? So it's like, the, look at the Nets, right? Look at the last game in this. And then also to be fair to the Nets as well, it's not they only played about nine games. But all right, so let's let's throw that throw that out there, right? Throw that out there. You got a team that, as a whole, they only played nine nine ten games together, right? And they could still put up one fifty. So could you? What are we talking about defense with them for? Because how many teams could score one fifty? <laughs> so wait, wait, wait! How many teams can score one sixty to beat that one fifty? And if you can score one, Ab, if your team can score one sixty and my team can score one sixty, but I got better scores, that means if you get one sixty, I might have two hundred. <laughs> All right, how many te- how many teams got a how many teams got three fifty point guys on one team? No, you understand? Think about the history of the game. Like, 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 like. All right. I want to. I want to ask you a question, just to throw it off topic, just for one second. When you saw when Charles Barkley said James Harden is the best one-on-one player he's ever seen. Yeah, I did. And you saw Shaq saying, "I'm about to leave." Yeah, I did. Do you feel like he was bugging? Yes, he was bugging. You think Shaq no. was bugging or Charles? Shaq was bugging because Shaq. All right, then. all right. I just want to see where he was because 
I don't look the great Michael Jordan, the great Kobe Bryant. All these guys are great, great greatest players. LeBron, uh, 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 all these guys, anybody from that era that was T Max, the the AIs, all these guys, right? There's nobody in the history of the game that because all those guys I named, Michael Jordan. I love Michael Jordan, the greatest player ever. I don't care what nobody say, greatest player. Ever. He is not stopped. Great, one of the best defensive players at that two guard. Yes. He can't guard James Harden. <laughs> All right? Listen, one-on-one back in the NBA where it was no zone, James Harden averaged 100 points. <laughs> but you know what they're going to say. <laughs> and actually fouling. Like, he was, if he go to the hole, he's going to get elbowed and this and that. And For sure. Ball. For sure. But he's built like me and you. Forward tough. Can't hurt that man like that. Only thing hurts him is conditioning. You yeah. understand? You can't injure him because he's solid. And then he hits his free throws at a clip. He hit free throws at a clip better than the great Kobe Bryant, the Michael Jordan, the, the Tracy McGrady's, the Allen Iversons. You if you foul him, he's gonna he's gonna get he's gonna get 25 points just alone a game off free throws in the in the nineties, in the eighties. So yo, you don't think they you don't think Milwaukee could beat them? Milwaukee can beat them as long as Milwaukee don't get caught up in trying to play like the Nets. See, that's what the Warriors did. They lulled you into their game, and then you realize you can't play like them. Can't you can't play like them? You cannot play like them. No, yo, yo, that shit used to be so crazy because cats will try to match them. Exactly, half a shot. Exactly, they'll try to run up, or they'll try to run the court. They'll try to uh, <laughs> do every every possession of fast break just like them. I see dead tired in the third quarter. Steph, everybody send down. You feel me? So you got you got like I said, you or you got three guys on the Warriors at the time. That's uh, 90, 50, 40 guys. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right? How do you beat that? Yo, it's 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 people who's nuts and say the seventy two and ten Bulls could beat the Warriors. Look at that cast like, yo, y'all losing y'all mind, bro. Y'all not paying attention to. So are they playing in the 90s? Are they playing in the 90s with the talent they got in the two, in the 21st century? Are they playing in the 90s like how niggas played in the 90s? <laughs> right? Because if, if you take that, if you cookie cut, cookie cut out that team and place it in 97 or whatever, you, you cookie cut them and place them in that, in that era. They sweep the Bulls. With that shooting, come on, son! I ain't never seen no shit like that in my life. It wouldn't be. It wouldn't even be about the shooting. It'd be about the floor spacing and the, and the actual um, pace of the game. It'll be, but the Bulls great in the nineties was great at pacing. They held, they holding teams who scored. Like one of the reasons why Utah couldn't beat them, right, is because Utah was a high scoring team, right? Mm-hmm. Bulls is keeping you in that eighty range mm-hmm. with the closer. You understand what I'm saying? That's the difference because, like I said, think of the Knicks without as good a point guard as the the Jazz at that time. Your best player is a, is a big man. When the game is on the line, you're not giving the ball because look, now we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna um, uh, uh, flood the paint. Now you can't get to where you can't get to your spots. We're gonna double team if you try. Do you want a big man trying to shoot the game winning shot over? A guy like Michael Jordan, of that size, that stature, that skill set, no, you're going to lose that game every time. I'm not giving the ball to Bill Russell. I'm Bill Russell, uh, Brian Russell. I'm not giving the ball to him. 
I got to get a ball. Because, look, John Stockton can shoot. Jeff Hornacek mm-hmm. can shoot. But they're not end of the game, take the game when the shot guys. You got to get a ball to Carl Malone. You're going to lose that game every time. Because you get a ball to call. Look what happened. Double team. Mike get the strip. Mike is going to score because he's a closer. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, and that's 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 the that, like I said, not to bring it back to the Knicks, but that's the that's the problem. We, we just don't have a closer. So the Bucks ain't impress you with this beatdown of, of Miami Heat like that, bro. They they didn't impress me because they didn't impress me only because I expected them to win. Not not the beat down, but I did expect them to sweep. Only because, like to to your point earlier in, in the conversation where you mentioned the the heat not being a hundred percent all season. So they fall into the category of not having the chemistry that they need, even though it's primarily the same team from last year. But you know, missing a few uh wing scorers, people yeah. who gave gave Giannis and them guys uh, a hard time, a couple of the wing scorers is gone. But uh health, health, health uh shot the heat in, in the foot. And um you don't want to play a team like Milwaukee who's hungry and understands that their run is almost over too if they don't win, if they don't make it. Okay. You locked in Giannis, of course. Giannis is locked in, and he's a, he's a generational talent as well. But he still, to me, hasn't done what he needs to do to be a closer or that guy to give the and ball. The game isn't versatile enough, still. Right. Right. You know what I'm saying? He's not hitting his jump. He's not. It's not even about. Everybody think it's about taking threes and making threes in today's that game. Mid-range. Out that is that mid range because you don't have to sure. get to your spot. Look at what Kawhi does. Look at what KD exactly. does. Look at what right. um Kyrie does. Look at what Bill does. All the great scores in the league gets to their spots, dog. And that's not necessarily exactly. on the three point. Only one motherfucker could do that. Right. So in this league, Giannis' spot is in the paint, right? Yeah. So when the game is on the line, you playing. You playing. Look, you can't lie. Like the Heat did great against them in previous playoffs, right? But. Yeah. You can't lie like they don't have who is who is the same size as Giannis, right? You still got Brooke Lopez. You got big guys. You got big guards. You got big wings. You got big men. You know what I'm saying? You got a big team. So I don't expect the Heat to be able to do nothing because the great Jimmy Butler is not enough offensively. Just not enough, right? Because Giannis is a guaranteed thirty and thirty and and, and fifteen guy. Yeah. So. Jimmy got to match that. And then you still got uh, uh, Middleton. He's not even shooting. Right. He not even, you understand what I'm saying? So I, I'm not, I wasn't impressed by that because that's not the style of basketball that I like to see. It was very dominating, though. It, it, it took it – me, it made me say, okay, they did what they were supposed to do because whoever they play next, albeit it's supposed to be Brooklyn, right? Yeah. Yeah, they're not going to be able to do that against Brooklyn. Because now you got to match. See, this is this is the problem they've had in the past, where you got to match a team that's starting to click, mm-hmm. and that offense is scary. Yes, they don't play defense, but they don't have to. They don't have to play defense because they defense they offense. You got to outscore them. You can't contain them, so you have to outscore them. So you could be the best defensive team. You got to outscore them because you're not going to lock them down four times. Yeah. <laughs> you understand? You you can't do it. Look at look at how they responded to uh, uh, Tatum getting fifty. We all about to get fifty almost. <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. And, and, and believe it, yo. I know you. I know you saw that game, and you saw how Boston was giving them everything they got, and in the, and they were playing another team. Boston wins that game. Yeah. Yeah. 
There's been a couple because, of games. Like because that. the Nets was not playing no D. You're a thousand percent right. But they was like, we don't gotta play D. Because when well, I come I down, was game, I'm scoring. I think, I think it was either game two, some call like nine blocks. And I think they still lost that game. You feel me? Because it's nothing you can do. Look, they only win the game that Tatum get 50 because Kyrie has a bad game. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you understand? Yeah. yeah, yeah. So think about it. Like you said, you, you your star players gonna get you one or two just off being a star. But if the star player is being matched, that's a sweep. <laughs> but it's gonna be a gentleman sweep now. <laughs> All right. So what you think about what you think about um the potential matchup between uh Philly and Atlanta? Oh, I think that's gonna be an easy one. Um, I think Embiid is gonna go to town. Um, I think Ben Simmons has the ability to really make a difference against somebody like Trey Young. Um, like I said, it's, the Hawks has a, have a very, a very talented team, but the engine obviously is Trey Young, and I, I know that's cliche to say, but he hasn't in the first series he hasn't had anyone that's really been able to contain him. He's not having to me. Trey Young style games or like those crazy games. He hasn't had one yet. You should, and bro. He, that game won, bro. No, no. I mean, I mean, Three I mean, plays I mean, in a row. no, no, no. Three I mean, no, no, no. Bro, that scene. Yo, hundred percent. I'm not, and, and I'm being, I'm being, I'm being the. This is the fan me talking now, right? Like, I want to see him do the Jason Tatum because he could. Okay. When he plays, when he plays, uh, seventy six is going to have to have those type of games because they have the they have the elements to keep him in check. And then now those same guys who have been stepping up against the Knicks will have to step up even more. So Yo, but I like them dudes, man. I like I like Boban. I like Bo Bogdan. What are those guys? Uh, young Bogdan. hungry dudes. Young hungry guys. Hun hun hungry. Hungry. Hunter Herder. Hungry. Um, for sure. Yo, for sure. them dudes is I, I think this is his start. You know how all right it seems to me like yo every couple of years you get that coming at like a player gets that coming at age, that coming mm -hmm. at age moment, and it happens in the playoffs. Like last year, for instance, like you had um, Donovan Mitchell and um, Jamal Murray both having a coming at age moments right. in the same series. Right. They both dropping 50, bu 50 balls, same series. You know what I'm saying? Iverson and um, Vince Carter in that series, yeah, they both sure. had they that whole playoff run by those guys was crazy. Yeah, sure. they both had they coming at age moments, and I think yeah, this. Sure. Years trades come to age moment. So what I well, when I when I say that I say yo, I don't plus that injury to MB like that train ain't never late. For sure, that train ain't never late now. Like we know we 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 know, we know the script. You know what I'm saying? Right. He's gonna have a nick here, a nick there. For sure, probably miss a game or two. You know what I'm saying? He's already gonna miss tonight's game possibly, right? Right. right. Going into going and now cats is like. Yo, it was only a matter of time before they start that hacker hacker bin. It was only yeah, a matter you know of time. You absolutely it was right. Only a matter of time, huh? Right. Because right. you can't have one of your star players that you need. You need him on the floor. You cannot. You can't. There's no way in hell you could sit Ben Simmons. You need him on the floor. He can't be shooting sixty one percent. You know what I'm saying? Well, he got. He got to He got to get up to at least the LeBron numbers, man. Hit him when they count, son. But that's not gonna happen this year. No, it's not. It's not gonna happen you know this year. Sure. It's not gonna happen this year. No. So it's like, yo, like, plus they're beatable, they're beatable, but yeah. they're beatable, they're very I think, beatable. But I think ATL could could ring off two on them, easy. I like, think easy. Look, 
anything anything is possible when we don't know if you trust the B is gonna play Philly, Philly will probably need that. You know what I'm saying? Because they haven't been to they gotta blow that they gotta blow that team up. I'm sorry. I'm <laughs> wait, wait before that before that though. But Philly, <laughs> Philly needs that type of that type of opponent in these playoffs if they're gonna go the distance. You know what I'm saying? With yeah. that type of team, because that even though we see their faults, you know what I'm saying? Like outside of Ben, I mean outside of Embiid, who won't give you forty? Who won't give you forty when you need it? You know what I'm saying? Uh, uh, Tobias, Tobias has been playing. Yeah, but Tobias is going to disappear. Tobias, Tobias, he's liable to have two bad games in the series. You know what I'm saying? Um, Steph Curry is liable to have three bad games in the series. Um, what's my boy name? What's my boy name? That was on LA. Um, Danny Green shot 20 20 some percent in the finals last year. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, he's killing it this year, but like, come on, son, it's only a matter of time. That train ain't even that cool. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's, 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 it's not. Gonna so they he need. He's going to shoot you out some close games, for sure. Yeah, son. They, I, I don't, and I don't want to see them just skate to Eastern Conference Finals. They're going to need a game or two where it's like, yo, we – because I don't even think that should happen during the season. Right. You know what I'm saying? It's a game like, yo, yo, we down by like 12 with five minutes to go in the fourth quarter. What are we going to do? How are we gonna right. get back in this? You know what I'm saying? And, and look in that in that aspect, uh, if the game is close like that with Trey Young on the floor, Atlanta got a great chance. Yeah, hundred percent. Because I'm not saying I'm not I'm not trying to I'm not trying to throw dirt on Philly name, but I just want to see them. Nah, you point out the inconsistencies in the game. You point you point in the chinks in the armor, and there's nothing wrong with that because you looking at it from a basketball mind, and that's you you can't you can't sit here and tell me nobody can that. Uh, the Hawks is not already looking forward to the next series, and they looking at those things. Yeah, because look on paper or just in everybody's minds, people think that Atlanta can't beat them. Yeah, so you know they want that opportunity because people thought they couldn't beat the Knicks. Yeah, you understand? Yeah. So they want that. They want that. We all know that. We all know that the meat and the potatoes of the, of the whole playoffs is going to be Brooklyn and, and Milwaukee. So. The winner of that takes the East, obviously. And if LA loses, <laughs> we guarantee the new champion. And and in a way, LA needs to lose also. They need to lose and they need to understand that one. I'm I can't say, well, they need they need to they it needs to be emphasis on the fact that just because you got LeBron James, you're not gonna win. And you need to have the right players around you. Or you need to start having those guys. Remember, they don't have no, really no young guys. No, really no young guys. And you got to start getting some young talent in there and let LeBron start to really, like, uh, use his ability to, 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 to cultivate talent and, and get some young guys in there and get them ready for the next transition. Yeah, you because, they, so you think they lose tonight? Uh, uh, 80's out, right? 80's out. It's always hard to bet against LeBron, man. It's hard to bet against LeBron, but I, no, I gotta no, go. Through. I've been like I've been watching the games, and it seems to me like, like you could say like Le, you could legitimately say if you're watching the games, you could legitimately say that he is missing a step. You know what I'm saying? Get old, bro. We get old. It's, it's to me, I think he's been picking his spots. Like he's he's well himself. You know what I'm saying? When you say when you say when when I say he's getting old. Mm-hmm. People might say it's LeBron James. 
So it's not just me saying LeBron James is getting old. It's the maturity as well. So to piggyback off you saying he's missing a step, that's the age. But it's also the maturity. So, yes, it can look like both because he knows when to pace himself. He knows, he knows. look, we need AD to win, but if we want to win a championship, we need me. And I need to be ready for when it's time for me to do that. So this is a game, game five. This is a game where we might see Vincent LeBron. And if we see Vincent LeBron, then the Lakers got a great chance to still um, win the championship. Vincent LeBron, 36 years old, Vincent LeBron on the first round, dog? He, but look, he's going to have to do it, though. That's the problem because we saw in game two where he can take a step back. A step back was still 23 points, right? Yeah. And then he still had what? Uh, Schroeder had what, 28? Yeah. And and AD had 32 when Drummond played amazing. And then everybody else played like shit. Because <laughs> that Laker team, I'm sorry, man. I'm sorry. It's a bunch of shoulda, coulda, woulda niggas on it. Yeah. All right? I, I know people is fond of the talent of Kuz, but nah. Yeah, Caldwell Pope don't show up. Great defense, though. Play great defense. But he doesn't show up offensively. And everybody else old. Yeah, Montrez Harrell, Harrell, I love him. But with those bigs there, he don't have the same role that he had in, in, in Clippers, on the Clippers. Um, so, and he's still not to me. He's a cleanup guy. So he's not a second unit, give him the ball type guy. Yeah. They don't have that. You understand what I'm saying? They try to make Kuz that, and he's never been that. And I don't think he ever will be that. He has to get off that team to shine like a Jordan Clarkson. You understand? Yeah. And really, you know, Jordan Clarkson had that. Look at that. The garbage time he had. He had that Cleveland year or two. Mm-hmm. Right? He showed, like, yo, I can do this. And then now he's sixth man of the year. Rightfully so. Rightfully Should so. He's sixth man of the year. Um. But yeah, like I said, I don't know, man. It's hard to say. I want I really want Phoenix. I really want Phoenix to win the series because I just like their team. I like the team. You know what I mean? And um, but like I said, it's a game five and 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 it's hard to bet against LeBron James. So I'm gonna just reserve my my who's gonna win that game. Um, because it's LeBron James. And if he has to be LeBron James, he still can be LeBron James. Yo, dude, did we did niggas? Speak too soon. The niggas, niggas get out the violins for the Clippers too soon. With a hurt, uh, with a stiff neck, <laughs> Luka Doncic. Game before that, though. Right. Now I'm saying, um, with a stiff neck, Doncic. Man, I don't know. Cause yo, I think they got them in their pocket now, dog. But well, they, def- they definitely you- um. They got, they got, they got, they got, they got Dallas in their pocket because it's like, you know, they lost two games and in both games, Kawhi was, 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 was great. Right. PG was good. Right. And he was good in in the next game. You know what I'm saying? You know, he was serviceable first game, good in the second game. What they was missing was they, was they, um, secondary pieces. You know what I'm saying? They role players. You know what I'm saying? Everybody's done stepped up now. You know what I'm saying? Like um, Marquis uh, Morris Senior is, is is he he found his game, Rondo right. found his game, you know what I'm saying? So it's like I don't know, man. Uh, and they going back like to I, said, I think they got this one. I think they definitely got this game. They definitely have. Man, I mean, see, uh, Dallas gives me those elite scoring team vibes, and 
Only problem Clippers got is when they defense can't contain them, could they outscore you? And that's the that, that's the problem the Clippers got. The thing with the, the thing with the Clippers, you know what I'm, you know what I said about earlier about how the Knicks took on the identity of Julius Randle, his characteristics, right. his, his toughness. You know what I'm saying? You could say that about the Clippers too. They took on the characteristics of a quiet Leonard. And one the reason why I say that is because, like, and this is going to sound minuscule or whatever, but okay. I think it was a game, I think in the last game, somebody hit the ground. I think it was PG or somebody hit the ground, and, like, nobody ran to him. Right. I think I remember no, somebody right. Nobody, nobody ran to him. Nobody ran to come pick him up. Right. You know what I'm saying? Um... So I'm I'm noticing shit like that. I'm like, all right, that doesn't like like it seems like you know how Kawhi is just like, yo, business, mom. I'm not really gonna say nothing. I'm just gonna do. I'm let my game do the talking. And it's like, for that team, you need to be. You need somebody as vocal that's gonna say, yo, listen, PGO. I need this that third from you, yo, Kawhi. Like dog, you need to take this many shots, yo, Markeith. I'm saying they need a vocal leader. I don't know who on that team is that vocal, is that dude that's going to wrangle everybody up and get them out they funk like that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean, and 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 you're right. Um, you're right. And and luckily for them, they have a coach like a Doc Rivers who doesn't mind being that guy. Um, but on the floor, you're absolutely you right. Tyrone. Ty, Ty oh, I'm sorry. Excuse, excuse me. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Tyrone Lou. Excuse me. Um, but then yeah, yeah, you know what? They need that guy. I, I, that's my mistake. Um. Because I think that's one of the problems with Tyrone Lue. Being Tyrone Lue, for some reason I still thought it was Doc. Excuse me for that. But um, they need they, they need that vocal they need that vocal leader. Um, like I said, man, uh, they need that that they need that vocal leader. I agree. But if they let the game get out of hand, they just can't they can't score with Dallas. They just can't. Like I said, to me, this playoffs is showing which teams just got more talent. You know what I mean? Like, it's just, if you got more talent, you got it. I mean, I don't care. It's Everybody's got two, three guys. So it's like, who got more talent? Mm-hmm. And, and and it's falling back to just being about scoring. And um, what I like to have, on, all right, on paper, you got, you got, Kawhi and PG. Would I take those two over Doncic? Of course. But that Dallas team is just made. They don't play no defense. They made the score. And Luka just gets you out your game because you you throwing the you throwing the kitchen sink at Luka. He's shooting on one foot. Like, this shit is easy, bro. Yeah. And that type of shit psychologically gets you out the game. I'm throwing, I'm giving it my all, and and I can't, I, we can't stop it. So you're absolutely right. Game five is crucial. It's crucial. Do does uh, Clippers have the momentum? Absolutely. But we've seen what happens when they had the momentum <laughs> yeah. going into a big game. They fucking lose that game, man. So I don't know who was look Kawhi and PG could give you thirty apiece, and that may not be enough if Doncic is 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 clicking on all cylinders. I, I mean, like, and it's and it's sad because it's one guy taking off the two. <laughs> you know what I'm saying, but that guy, that guy's on some other level, and 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 
I'm one of them guys that look at his game and be like, if I had the talent of a Paul George or a Kawhi Leonard, I'm locking this slow down game that he got. I'm locking that up. It's somebody, but the one of them is going to have to dedicate themselves just to God and Luca. It's too. You're absolutely right, and and it's too many times I've seen Luca being guarded by the others. Like yeah. I seen a meme on on IG where it said Tyrone Lue will be coaching J Cole if he don't understand that Pat Beverly can't guard Luca. Pat Bev numbers dip, bro. Yo, because Pat numbers Bev getting dip. older. Pat Bev getting old too. Right, he getting yeah. old and he be in and out of injuries, and all that shit add up, man. Everything just adds up. We like, okay, that's that's Pat Beverly from four years ago. Nah, it's not. And you playing, you guarding a generational talent. You guarding the guys that it don't matter if you a great defender. <laughs> Yo, is it Lucas League? Huh? Once LeBron like finally like bows out, I guess is it Lucas League? It's funny you ask that because a lot of people really I, – I, I think I was reading something a day or so ago or maybe over the weekend or early – or maybe last week or something like that. But it was somewhere I read that people were saying that it's Giannis's league. And I'm like, I don't see it as Giannis's league because he hasn't even made it there yet. And I'm not saying Luka hasn't either, but Luka is the style of game where the NBA is going to continue to go. I think, yeah. like, Giannis, obviously, uh, super uh, gifted, but more old school in a sense. When he gets those other pieces that we mentioned earlier, 100% his league. But if he wins this year, right, it's his league. Luka doesn't have to win. He's the talent. He's the type of game. He's the style of play that's going for the future. So it can be his – he has the global appeal – to go to, to 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 make it his lead, that that overseas appeal is something different, man. That's yeah, just that's different. crazy money. It's but crazy money. Yeah, that yeah, that's gonna be that's a lot of money right there. Plus, you got the you know you know what's scary? You got, though? The, you got the right skin for it too. And you know how that goes. That's, that's <laughs> <laughs> you know. At some point, we're gonna touch that. If not today, another day for sure. We're gonna. You know what I'm saying? But you know what I'm saying? But um, but but you can't lie. You can't lie. You know. You know what's sad? You know what's scary is all the guys that we. Enjoy. They old man. Yeah. <laughs> they about to be about it. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Yo, that's all I say, Joe. This season right here is do or die for a lot of teams. Absolutely. It's do or die for a lot. Not just Brook. I mean, yeah, Brooklyn will be like the biggest story if they don't win it. You know what I'm saying? They'll be like the biggest mm-hmm. letdown. But right. low key, like, yo, like Philly. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Philly get broken up. Um, See, the Nets get the Nets get another year. But Philly got to get broken up. If Milwaukee um, don't make it, Milwaukee got to get broken up. Um, Portland. The Lakers, Portland. Portland got to get broken up. Uh, they going to keep Dane. But let somebody else get CJ. Let the Knicks get CJ. Man. Clippers. Clippers. Clippers done. Clippers done. Like, it's it's um, low key. Like, it's, 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 you know what I'm saying? But, um, but look, all right. If, so what's, what's, what's Chris Paul contract looking like? Is he there next year? I got to look that shit up. Um, is, he one, is he one and done? I don't know. I don't know. Okay. Hold on, let me let me look that shit up right now as we speak. Because if Chris Paul wanted done, I don't believe, I don't believe yo Cameron Payne playing his ass off. But I don't believe, um, I don't believe in, um, I don't believe in Phoenix without him. Love love Devin Booker, but another year or so you gotta let him go. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> Let him come to the Knicks. <laughs> I would love a Devin man. Listen, I would love a Devin Booker man for real. I think he's a free agent. He's the unrestricted free agent in 2022. It's crazy, man. Because the Suns got him next season. Okay. So then then Phoenix will be right there where they at. They'll be number two seed, uh, or maybe even number one seed. Um, Yo, is there anything outside of basketball? Nah, Utah still. Utah, yo, I I ain't going to front that. When they signed back Rudy Gobert or whatever. That was big. I was like, yo, I was shitting on it at first. I'm like, nah, I wasn't really shitting on it, but I was like, I was trying to understand it and what I had came up with. I was like, yo, this is what they is. You know what I'm saying? I will never be mad at a team for saying, yo, this is what it is. This is how people are going to get players. We're only going to get players that we keep, and we're only going to get players that we can get through the draft. You know what I'm saying? Think about it. They got exactly the ingredients you need to win a championship. You got the big, you got the big, mm-hmm. right? And you got the guard. You got and the point guard with experience. And then you got, got the, the role player. And you got the bench. They got the chemistry to win the whole thing. All about matchups. Yeah. It's all about who they play. Yeah. 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 They got the they got the tools to win it all. Yeah. Who um is anything outside of basketball that you want to touch on? Um, I mean anything, man. The floor is yours. I'm the guest on your show. Anything you want to, um, anything you want to talk, anything, bro. Anything you want to talk about. You know where? You know where my mind is. Is my mind is unorthodox. So you know how it goes. Yo, what do you think about this whole, this whole bonnet not not having bonnet? Whole- <laughs> you talking about the the hair bonnet? The hair bonnet, yeah. In the airport. In the airport. Uh, the Monique thing. Yeah, that Monique shit. Um. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I understand where she's coming from, but that don't mean I subscribe to it. And what I, what I, what I, and, and I'll explain myself by saying, uh, that's the old school mindset. Um, and we got to still understand, like, we got to still respect our elders, right? Of course. We got to respect our elders. Especially but the elders, the elders got to respect the, the, the new way of things. And, and we are, we're not, we're not, um, we don't conform. This I'm not gonna say us, not not us. No, not no, no. Go say it, say it because our generation, right, and next generation does not conform. Yeah, we don't conform. To that. Well, you could you could throw us we're in not, there, right? But like I know, for, yeah, we not don't that. conform to the normal. Do I do I agree with the youth and the way they the way they go about things? Very rarely, right? I love the energy, but I love the energy because I they have a no. Right, because we we see it's like no nonsense. There's no nonsense. Right, like you're not see, our you generation. Our generation is not afraid to say what the generation before us should have said to us, and that is, let them be. They're gonna be. They're gonna do what they want to do. So we we rolling with the young guys or the young generation because we like yo let them be. Yo, y'all time passed. So like respectfully. It's like you know how it is when they say with the old folks when they get old then they have all this, all this uh, knowledge and this hindsight, right? Oh, yeah. I wouldn't have done this, I wouldn't have done that. Yeah, because you're old now, right? You conform and you still didn't get what you want. So the new generation is like, yo, we gonna break the walls down. Do I agree with some of the ratchet shit that the younger generation is doing in those moments that Monique is talking about? No, but I'm also not gonna crucify them or chastise them the way we were chastised 
for the things that our parents and, and grandparents and family didn't do, the way they was coming at us. Y'all don't go to college. Y'all don't do this. Y'all don't do that. If y'all don't, you know, uh, uh, button your shit up to the top and put a tie on, like, we, y'all didn't do that shit. Or, or, and the ones who tried, they didn't get what they thought conforming was going to get them. Yo, let me, let me, let me put my spin on this shit, right? The way I see it is like, all right, all right, you want, you want people to, to get back to the way they used to dress down to the nuns, to the gills, you know what I'm saying? Right. From like the 1960s, 50s, 40s, dressed right. down and everywhere they go, they got their Sunday best on, you know what I'm saying? Right. Because it's about perception, you know what I'm saying? It's about what right. people, like, like, I guess your parents, about how you look is how, is what people want, is going to treat you as, you know what I'm saying? Right. But the people that was in the 60s, 50s, and 40s was getting fucking for water holes sprayed sure. on them. In a suit. You know what I'm saying? In a fucking suit. You know now, what I'm saying? Look, like, Abby, nigga, it's not about how you look. It's about how right. you carry yourself. You know what I'm look, saying? Abby, look, if they hold you now, right? You got on ball shorts and some Yeezys. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be more lit. You know what I'm saying? I'm equipped to get up out of there. <laughs> Like, come so on, you don't want to spray me down in overalls. You know what I'm saying? saying? I you got, got heavy work boots on. Hey, come on, so I don't do that, son. Oh, you got your wingtips on? Yes, yeah, <laughs> I'm like, come on, so I'm slipping and slipping. Like, come on, so I don't do that. Don't look, do that. You nah, come, but, look, uh, you come to the house. You come in the house, Ab. You come in the house, and your wife asks you, "How was your day?" Well, 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 Sharon, I got holes in your Sunday best. I'm sitting at the lunch table and they just come and hawk, spin on me. You know what I'm right. saying? I got my Sunday best on. You know what I'm saying? Well, look, who, who's the biggest critique of us? us. I'm not going to say white people don't us. Us. see us in the airport us. and say, right? White people don't see us in the airport and say, honey, what's a bonnet? Right? Yeah. But but at the same time, they keep that shit to themselves. That's yeah. the respect because, that, like you said earlier, the energy. Nobody is... Nobody's gonna wanna check these these young people are gonna pop you in the mouth. All right? Because the energy is different. All right. That energy of I give a damn about what, let alone what a black person thinks, what a white person or anybody else thinks, that energy is gone. You understand what I'm saying? That energy is gone with the new kids. They don't care. So you talking to people that's 20 years younger than you trying to tell them what somebody told you and you just got now in your in your 50s and 60s, but when you was coming up, Monique. You wasn't caring about respect. You understand what I'm saying? Like, so then you want everybody to respect you and do all these things, and you calling them my babies just because you got age. See, there's that, there's that, there's that fine line with the with the old folks, right? Like I said, it's all about respect, right? But it's that fine line that older generation or older people walk where you 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 put them in a place respectfully. Yeah, I'm older than you. <laughs> That's, it. That's a comeback, right? That's I'm a comeback. I'm all done. You understand what I'm done. saying? Yeah. And, and 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 she's having that moment right now to where she came back out and, and did another video and um try to try to uh, uh uh you know you know I guess do some kind of like damage control not in a way where it gets her career but just with the with her credibility with the younger generation she came back and did that so like I said I understand where she's coming from but like yo let the people if they comfortable and they live in the life they want to live and they respecting themselves right then let these people be that's how I feel man let everybody be if they respect themselves all right, Joe, you filled out your PvP loan yet? <laughs> yeah, man, listen, man. Listen, <laughs> I should have. I should have. <laughs> Look, it's, 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 we gonna, I'm going to put this out there on the internet, right? It's niggas with PPP loans that owe me money. 
right? And I, and I know y'all. <laughs> so, look, when the feds come, you burnt your collect call bridge because you ain't paying me back when you got upwards of 10 grand. You understand what I'm saying? What, son? What made, <laughs> what made brothers and sisters think that this was the lick? Um... So it was, wasn't, it, wasn't the easy, wasn't the easiness of like actually getting in the in the quickness. Of it wasn't even. It wasn't even that, bro. It was. It was all the niggas with Rolexes and shit, bro. <laughs> listen, man. You listen. I I almost was like, hmm. I want a Rolex. <laughs> I want a Lambo. I want a Lamborghini for the weekend. Uh, these cats. Look, forget forget the dudes that got one. Because you mentioned the Lambo, right? That's the nigga that got. 50 of them. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, I want to be Pablo Escobar or the PP Long. <laughs> yeah, I want to go to Miami and I mean just be on, I mean, be on the scene. Spend spend the year's worth of rent. <laughs> yeah, that's what I want right. to do, huh? I want to do that too, but the way my pockets are set up. But yeah, see, you see that little man that was in the video? <laughs> that's the reason why I ain't got no PPP loan. You understand what I'm saying? Because yeah. Forget the maturity and all those things, but you know, like people don't realize the consequences is real. And I think that's one thing that if Monique was talking about something about the younger generation not understanding that there's consequences behind their actions, then I could get behind on that. Um But other than that, that's why we ain't on it, man. And, and I'm glad you ain't did it. And I hope you ain't did it. If you did it, you know, lunch on you. Um but <laughs> <laughs> No, but no PPP on this side, man. I'm going to stay out of that one. I know people that's gotten it, and I ain't going to say nobody's name. And I should say the motherfuckers owe me money, but we ain't going to do that either. But, um, yeah, man. Fuck that PPP Yo, shit. Son. All right, boom. I saw some shit that you had posted, right? You had posted a, a question. Right. Who, who, who I, you go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. You, you explain this one, because I, well, I can't. Well, you know, um, hold on me for a second. <laughs> No, I posted the question, and I felt like it was a good question. But Tell me what the question of. Huh? The question. I don't I don't remember the question on top of my head. I got my other phone over here. Adonis. I get my son to bring my other phone over here. Hold on, let me see. Let me see. Let me see. Yeah, if you could pull it up, pull it up for me. My other phone was in the room charging. Um, I got one of them over here, um, but I don't have social media on this one. Um. Well, I have IG stories on here, uh, or IG video, or TV, or whatever it is. But I don't have Instagram on here. This is my um. So are you sure I you, had, it? you took it? You deleted it? No, no, no. It was on my story, so you know it was like yesterday, so it probably died out. Oh, shit. Um, nah, it was um. Something about being more who's more black or something like that. Who's more black? The person that says that they oppressed, or the right. person that that says. That they don't feel oppressed and all these different things. Basically, the opposite. So yeah. the key, the key to it being a good question wasn't the question in itself. The question was the question, and then yeah. I had someone hit me up and say, "What? Well, why is this important?" And I said, "Well, you got to read the caption, right? The caption is saying why this person feels this way about that and why I agree with it. Because the moment you say, as an, as a black man, that my trials and tribulations are based on me." You're going to get crucified for just having a different view on the pain. That doesn't mean that you've never subscribed to that pain or that struggle. It's just you have a different perspective on it. 
And that's why, because I had, like I said, I had, a, I had a pro-black female friend of mine, especially like a woman, a woman's woman, which is a whole nother animal, right? Um, and she asked me why is that, and I said, you know, what was the point? She asked me what was the point, and I said, well, did you read the caption? She said, no, let me go look. And I'm like, see, this is so, the problem right, where that we have. Yeah, I need. I'm my fault. Not because you go ahead, go ahead, bro. Go ahead, bro. No, no, no. Go ahead. Go ahead. All right. Sure. So this is what this. Is, so what you just said just jumped. I got it. I got. I got what you mean. Right. Even though our experiences as a whole, as a community, is fucked up, right? You still shouldn't subscribe to that mentality on a daily because it might hold you back from doing what you. And 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 that's my but look from exercising what you need to. But you see how you got that, and you might not have read the caption. But you got that because, right, right, you got that because you are not emotional first. That doesn't mean that you're emotion. You're not emotional, right? Because all the trials and tribulations we have as as a, as as black people, right, are valid. Just are valid. Everything is right. valid. Right. Everything is valid. Yeah. Everything is one hundred percent valid. But we don't have to be emotionally invested in the trauma that comes with it. And that's how you could come to an answer like that and say, we shouldn't subscribe to it every day. Some days you need to wake up and say, yo, I really could do what I need. I really could do whatever I want to do in this country. Sometimes you got to wake up and say that. You understand what I'm saying? Because mentally, that's where slavery starts, all right? Like, that's where slavery starts today. Of course, it was mentally and physically, but today, the shackles is mental. So the reason why I even like that guy's page yeah, he'd say things that is, you think my shit be off, but not off in a bad way, but just the opposite of the way society thinks. It's just to get you to think for yourself, right? And like say exactly what you said where, well, maybe I don't need to subscribe to this every day. I don't want to have to wake up in the morning and just say, or at the end of your day, when you're about to lay down and say, you know what? I didn't face any racism or any, I didn't see none of the shit that, Trump that that plagues us today, but let me still be in that mindset today. No, enjoy the fact that you had a good day. As a black man, the hardest man, the hardest thing. Damn, so I keep cutting you off about this. No, 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 it's all good. It's all good. It's like it's akin to being a driving a fucking highway, right? Like you aware, you're aware of the dangers and what of what could happen. Absolutely, what might happen. Absolutely. But for the moment that you're on the highway, you're just focused on getting to where you're Yeah. yeah you see but think about it. But think that that's why that's actually a great analogy because when you're on the highway, you got so many things to focus on, but the most important thing is getting from point A to point B. Yeah. So that's a great analogy because you got to look out for all the hazards of the road, the police, all these different things, but you still got to focus on where you're going and look at, Think about that same analogy as being a black man in this country. You got so many things to deal with, you know, and and let alone to have to keep that trauma and that plague on you at all times. So that was that was the reason why I post that, because you will be more black in the eyes of some black people just because you subscribe to the pain. And it's like, well, yeah. guess what? I was in I was there and I moved from there. Right. And what got me from there is just looking at things logically, right? Yes, mm-hmm. it's hard for us, but a lot of it is today is because we stay in that mindset. All right? It's it's still hard, still hard to be a black man out here, but at the same you time, still gotta it's a lot of people before you cross cross both ways. 
Exactly. But you gotta cross that street and you gotta focus but on. You gotta that. cross that street regardless. You gotta you gotta you gotta get over that obstacle regardless. And that's what the question that's what I wanted people to get from the question. It's not necessarily about all the things. It's not a question of what's going on. Right. See, that's the thing. It's not a, it's not a, it's not a, it's not a, yeah, it's not a, it's not a, a a denial of what's going on. Absolutely. uh, Acknowledgement of what's going on, but you have to acknowledge how you need to go about your day. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. How how are you going to live your life? You can't really think about shit like that. Right. And when you're trying to go through day to day, you can't think about if a fucking cop going to stop you and shit like that because you got to go to work. You know what I'm saying? If you live if you live that way, right, then you've already lost and there's no point in you being here. Yeah. Um, and, and that's just the reality of things. Um, that doesn't mean that those hazards aren't out there still, right? But if you if you subscribe to that, then you shouldn't be here. But so I think today, in today's society with black people, I think Yo, it's so much, it's so much shit, it's so, it's so much division within our own community, you know what I'm saying? 100%. There's a lot of division, you know what I'm saying? There's a lot of agents, you know what I'm saying? Absolutely. On Absolutely. both sides, on both sides of the Absolutely. Community, you know what I'm Absolutely. saying? Absolutely. Like, it's easy to deceive us in that way, because think about all the things that everybody subscribes to because they, they, they think is right, or the person that's saying it, they, they, they put value in that person. Like, perfect example, right? We have, we have a Candace Owens, right? Absolutely. Now she's a black woman. Right. She's sued, or took, or took, uh, took a lawsuit on her. She, I think it was her college that was discriminated against her because she was black, right. or what have you, right? But when something up like this, Naomi Osaka, you know what happens to Naomi Osaka? Where uh, she was wearing the, the different face masks. No, 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 no. So recently, okay. today, she pulled out of the okay. French Open because she I seen that she was going to do that. Right. She was. She was feeling. She was going through anxiety, and she's been going through about of depression and shit like that. Right. And then Candace almost put on her page on her Twitter page, "Oh, you a damn liar." Da da da. Uh, yeah, I mean, gotta talk to unless you know that for a fact, you shouldn't do that. Right. And the third. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm seeing. I'm like, yo, that's. Like I understand, I understand her because that's her, her stick. Her stick is to cater. Right. You know what I'm saying? Her stick is to cater to, right. to, 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 to the ruling class. You know what I'm saying? I can see that. Yeah, I can see that. But now on the flip side of that, right? I seen a a, a post from a young lady. I forgot. I forgot her, her name, but. I forgot. I forgot. Like, like her Twitter name, her Twitter handle. But I seen a post that had all these black men that were married to black women. But the pro- oh, but the problem was that all the black women in the picture was of lighter skin. Okay. So you know, so she was insinuating that these men and these women are not black enough. This is Cannon Owens. Candace Owens. No, it wasn't Candace Owens. Okay. Okay. Well, that's okay. That's what the lady was. Right. 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 It, it was. It was a young lady that that got into it with with Talib Kweli because Talib Kweli was in that picture. You know okay. what I'm saying? And I'm saying like, yo, my my people, we don't have to do this. We don't got to do that, man. <laughs> What's black enough, man? <laughs> we don't got to do that shit. Like, I understand Candace Owens. Candace Owens is about her bread. She wants to be accepted by 
whoever you feel me like she's a lost cause yo pray for her and that's it like, i'm not gonna get upset i'm not gonna get upset, right? you know what i'm saying but i can see that point for sure but sis you 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 on this side you feel me we shouldn't be going well, look, back and forth like that son, at all like i hate like i hate that man yo what do you feel about this about about kwame brown about the kwame brown situation uh, you want to go there first, or you want to give me a second to address? Just I didn't see the post, but I, I want to at least give like a small message to the black to 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 the black culture as far as pertaining to that quote. That quote. Um, we've been conditioned to look at colorism, all right, and people don't understand that none of us is black, right? Like if I step back, I get blacker, but like none of us is black, right? We all brown. So we need to, to be honest, we need to get rid of that connotation because if we just were brown, we all would look at each other as one color, all right? But we got duped into being, to believing in colorism. So we get caught up in what's black enough and black is a culture. So that has to be established. And I'm pretty sure black people know that, but black is a culture. So whether you're light-skinned or you're, you're blacker than me, you're the color black literally, right? But see, which, that's, that's all, which is it's all the colors, right? It's when you say black, when you when you say we got duped, right? Would yeah. you subscribe to that being a an effect of slavery, where the lightest skinned people, because they were well, direct, they were direct descendants of the slave right. master, right? right so they were right. direct descendants of the slave master, being treated just a smidge, yeah, yeah. Being, sure. being, being preferred more than right, so so that's that's a great segue, right, or a great point, right? Because it started in slavery in that in that aspect, right? Because mm-hmm. obviously you don't like you don't like, or you, I'm gonna say you don't like. I don't I don't think that they didn't like black people or they didn't like Africans or whatever the case may be, Native Americans, whatever you subscribe to, and believe in what was here when they got here, or whatever the case may be. They looked at people as free labor, right? So I don't think it was as whether we like you or not. Like we gonna we don't want to do it, so we're gonna make y'all do it and we're gonna do whatever we gotta do, right? So it started from there, but then when you start sleeping with those individuals, you can't help but say, This is still my camp. So yes, I'm gonna treat the lighter ones a little bit better because we they got my blood. I'm treating just a, like you said, a smidget better. But then from that, right, you get all the way up to, or you look at other times in history where you have those the ruling class of the lighter and the darkers at times and just enslaving and 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 the enslavering enslavering of all shades of brown, right? Even by brown. But then in this country, you had that 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 uh what they call uh <laughs> the the swirl, the swirl leading yeah. to the boule classes and all these other light-skinned blacks who get these opportunities so then yeah it created it gave life to that whole narrative of colorism right and then today we're sitting there actually arguing with each other and saying you're not black enough just based on the color of your skin even though you have a black man who is like like a talu kwali as an example right who is all for the culture and doing what he can to to add his part to the betterment of the culture so what his girlfriend is a little bit light-skinned? Maybe she is the equal to that energy, right? And then we sitting back saying she's not black enough, like by a black woman. And then, But then they'll have the narrative and say, the only people that disrespect black women is black men. And I'm like, no, the most disrespected, the most the person that disrespects a black woman the most is a black woman. 
That narrative of black men disrespecting black women just doesn't exist to the magnitude in which it's out there. Because it really gives, which is what we always been, the the light and shine, the night and shine and armor to how women actually treat themselves. And I see that more now of women attacking women of color trying to label who's black who's black enough and what's black enough or what's successful or what's this and what's that. And it kind of like it, it infuriates me because it's not emphasized enough that that is a major problem. Because even like somebody like Monique, she didn't she didn't just get on get out there and say black people are acting like fools. She said the women with bonnets and shit. Why are you singling out a black the black women as a as a culture, right? When you've been singled out as an individual for being a black woman and you didn't like that. Mm. You understand what I'm saying? It's like that's that's crazy. You wanted everybody to come to your defense, men included. And we did. We stood up for you. And then until we realized you was the problem, then everybody was like, now nah, we stepping back from Monique, and then you pop up again after two, three, four years, and you a problem or a nuisance. I'm not gonna say a problem. You a nuisance again, but you still focusing on the black female. But yeah, there, there really is a narrative where, like, you know, I, I swear, I'm, I'm put a little personal information out there. You know my situation, right? I I, I fucked around on my situation, and I'm and I messed my situation up. <laughs> my baby moms had the nerve to say to me, "You." Posts about protecting black women and you and you broke my heart. Mm. And I'm like, but I never stopped protecting you. You understand? Because I'll take the brunt of my infidelities, right? And I'll be the Bro, black sheep. Say, but when she say that, you gotta understand too. Yeah, you could protect her physically, but you also have to protect her heart. Well, her emotions. This is the thing, right? When it pertains to you. When it pertains well, to you. But all right, and I agree with that. And she was a thousand percent right in just that aspect. But ultimately, right? Ultimately, no one can protect your heart better than you can. Right? And for for where things ended up, it only got there because I was trying to protect her heart and not necessarily just leave. So even everything I do to this day is in the end of making sure that she is fine. Even though I get nothing in return, and a lot of times men don't get anything in return for being the good guy or being the bad guy. So, but she said that as if I still don't protect every black woman, including her, that comes across me. Because I will defend a black woman if she's right. And if she's wrong, I'm just not going to let her be known to be wrong, especially in a crowd of people that's not our peers. You understand what I'm saying, and I think that's car, when we get in a car is going to be that that Leon and um, Franklin situation, right? <laughs> right. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. It's going to be just like that, and and like I said, and I and I bring that up because you know relationships aren't perfect, right? Not, I don't mean cursing, cursing. I'm just saying like let her know where she was wrong at. I'm not saying that's that's what I'm saying, right? And that yeah. and that's and look and that and in that aspect. Because my my mindset first was to protect her. I didn't tell her when she wasn't doing the things that I liked and I needed her to do so I wouldn't feel like, feel the need to want to step out. You understand what I'm saying? Because men always, you you don't know, like I learned a valuable lesson. I learned a valuable lesson and is that I could talk to, at the time, my significant other. I learned this afterwards that I could come to her with everything. 
And that's what made me really, you know, I got women in my life, my mom, you know, my grandmothers, all these aunts, aunties, you know, cousins, whatever. But I didn't understand the true strength of a woman until they could deal with all of those type of things, emotional things, and still push forward and be able to handle shit. So I learned a valuable lesson in that aspect. You understand what I'm saying? Like, okay, I could have came to you and told you that I didn't like this. Yeah. Even though there's times where I did and you didn't, you weren't receptive to it, but I, maybe I wasn't clear. You understand? But I learned a valuable lesson pertaining to women. But what I do see is the narrative of women tearing down women more than men, black men are tearing down women. And you got the Kevin Samuels and things like that. Like, yeah, he'd be very, very uh, uh, valid in some of his points. But at the same time, yeah, you could question his motives. You could question his approach. But like, I tell you what, his approach is the only thing that got people listening to him. Because if he was being nice about it, nobody would listen. Thing about Kevin Samuels, I just didn't appreciate. I mean, I don't even want to really get into like a, a conversation. We can get into that next time. For sure. I just want, I just want to say this thing. Like, I, I didn't appreciate him blaming black, uh, the destruction of the black family on placing that directly and squarely on the shoulders of the black woman because he, she wanted to obtain welfare. You know what I'm saying? Like I well, didn't. It's a fair argument, though. No, 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 no. I didn't but, appreciate that because it's not. It's not. It doesn't belong squarely on the shoulders of the black women to destruct on the black family because she was, because she wanted to obtain welfare. Because you have to ask yourself, right? Who's really at fault? Who's the puppet master of the whole entire situation? You know what I'm saying? White supremacy is the puppet master of the entire sure. situation because they'll dangle sure. that yo. Your man is not working. He's not doing this. And then they'll pump the drugs into the community. Right. Get the man to, 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 to partake it's, in that. It's arrest a bigger, him. It's a bigger, arrest yeah, it's him. A then set the rule that he... Right. That so, if you want this, he cannot be living in the crib. You know what I'm saying? But you know how we got there, right? But you, know how we, but you know how we got to pointing the fingers at each other, right? Because they started the narrative of saying... Welfare queens and this, that, and the third... Yeah, like they started the women started the narrative of look. No, 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 not women, not women. No, 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 no. You can't, you can't say that. You don't think women started the narrative of men ain't shit and we don't need y'all and all these different things to start. No, no, no. I'm not talking about. I'm not talking about. Mm. I'm not talking about the. I'm talking about the verbal. The verbal. I'm talking about like during the '90s, right? When you heard that, right? When you heard it, when we were old enough during the the late '90s and early 2000s, we was old enough to hear it. The men didn't come out and say that thing is you that destroyed the black family. That's new. You always, always, yeah. That's the overall. That's the overall. But we would the one the one party. One party doesn't accuse the other party until somebody starts pointing the fingers, and then now you got both sides saying it was you, it was you, it was you. You understand what I'm saying? I'm not talking about the the logistics of it. Is it was a whole conspiracy that was played out? Of course. But I'm just talking about the point of the fingers. Men do that now. See, men are starting to say it's y'all. And we haven't said anything forever. <laughs> and we're talking now. And we're telling you, like, look, I can sit back and honestly say, what does a woman bring to the table? Because they expect everything and bring nothing. You understand what I'm saying? And that's just from being in situations with women. I'm not speaking on some shit I don't know. I'm speaking on situations to where. I do everything. 
whether I'm asked to. Well, nigga like me, I can't talk about that shit. I can't speak. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like me, I can't. Well, I can't. You know, man, shout, shout, out, shout out to my man Ab. You understand what I'm saying? I can't. I can't, I can't speak to that shit. Nah, but um, yeah, nah, I know what you're talking about, though. I know, I know exactly. You understand where I'm coming from, and it's, it's not to shade but, women. It's not to shade anybody. It's just the reality because we've made it that comfortable for them. So I'm not blaming them for it when I say they don't bring anything to the table other than themselves. We've made it that way. We did that. <laughs> but so they? that's why, right? But should they? I'm As a man, if, right. I, if I'm subscribing to what a man is supposed to be, right? Then should she bring more than than her to the table? But I don't have a problem you know with saying? a man trying to. I don't have a problem with a man trying to subscribe to being a man. But the problem with that is it changes as the generations change. Evolution. I don't. I'm not going to be the man of the of the, the 1920s. I'm not going to be that man. I don't want to be that man today because the playing field is equal, right? Yeah. Like the playing field is equal to the sense where women have their own. Make as much as you do, if not more now, right? And then don't want to contribute. They still, they still make a little bit. They still make seventy cents. Said like seventy cents. They still dollar. make seventy cents to the dollar on a scale. That's 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 uh analytics. I'm talking about real life, right? I'm, I'm not just see. I can't just subscribe to the paper. The paper is going to tell you. And who who do the who do the charts? The same people that want the destruction of the fa- of black family. So I'm not looking at the numbers. I'm looking at the reality. I'm looking at my dad make a certain amount of money, but his wife say, all my money is going to my things. And it's like, okay, fine. He subscribed. Right, nah, nigga, I can't, I can't let you do that to mom and Darius, nigga. I can't. <laughs> I can't let you do that. Mama, I love you. Come on, son. we gotta cut that shit out. We gonna we have to cut. Yeah, that. Yeah, about edit that out. Edit that out, man. Edit that out, man. We just talking shit. We just talking shit, man. But listen, we just talking. That's all. We just talking some shit. We not. <laughs> Tom and Susan. Yeah, I'm with Susan. <laughs> right, and 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 it's and look, it's nothing wrong with that if that's what is on the table, right? But to expect that from a man that's brought up in a different generation and seeing how things is and seeing how the the fruits of his labor don't benefit him. We get we get fulfillment in making sure everybody's fine. The generation's not the same. You understand? It's not the same, and it's nothing wrong with that. It's nothing wrong with that. So it's like you could subscribe to being a man, but guess what? What is a man today? Is it the same as then? Is it going to be the same in the future? Everything is changing because what's the role of a woman, Right? Our role has to stay the same, but then they don't have roles because their role—if if we stayed the same, they're supposed to be home cooking, cleaning, right? To be fair, right? To be fair, the roles like this is the way I. This is what I spoke to. This is what I said to my girl. Exactly what I said to my girl. I was like, "Yo, listen, I'm the man. I'm I'm the provider. Like, if we have a family, I have to be the protector, the provider, the 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 the, the person that the the authority figure, right? But in 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 this role, then you have to be the nurturer, the carer." The caregiver, you know what I'm saying? But we both need to know each other's roles, right? I agree. Because 100%. we, because if we have a child, right, right. there's no guarantee that both of us going to see the child through. So we both need to intermingle the, the, the different characteristics of what, of, what a, of what a traditional family is. You know what I'm saying? We both need to know, we both need to come with 
a job. You know what I'm saying? We both need to come with good credit. We both need to know how to take how to how to how to how to take care of a child. We both because taking care of a child is just not being there. This is not being present. You know what I'm saying? You have to to take care of a child. You don't have to being present is not enough. You have to give those life lessons. You have to be there emotionally. You know what I'm saying? For that child. You know what I'm saying? Because there's a lot of kids that grow up with the parent that's not exactly, that's not fully vested. So the parent doesn't know how the child reacts. They don't know like what the child's allergic to. Some shit like that. Some 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 just some simple shit like that. They won't know what he's allergic to, what what's his favorite color, what kind of music he likes, shit like that. You know what I'm saying? So you have to be there. But that's all I was trying to say though. And no, no, you're 100 percent right. And it's nothing wrong with that. And I think that's one of the things that failed in my relationship. It was the blurring of the roles. And it's because you have see, not all men is created equal. And when I say that, I mean just an upbringing. I don't mean like we all created equal, but I mean like an upbringing. So use me as an example. I learned how to do everything. I was taught how to do everything by a man that knew how to do everything. That's my dad. So I don't necessarily need a woman for the things that tradition would say I need a woman for. Right? Yeah. yeah. So that puts me at a disadvantage because when I get to that point where I say I'm tired of doing everything, but I've done it for years, this person hadn't had to, he hadn't had to do it. So it puts me in a disadvantage. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. So I think that's what messed up my relationship. It's just things that I expected but I never requested because I never sat down and said, hey, these are the roles. But one one thing I did do, and I think it was important in my relationship because it lasted about eight to nine years. And um, one of the things that was important is putting that person in a position to not necessarily need me, even though I do everything. And when I say that, it's like, because one of the big things with me was, or with me when I deal with women is, it's no guarantee that because I'm a man that I'm going to be the one that takes care of you. So don't think that, and when I say that, I don't mean like in a relationship, I'm not going to take care of you, but I mean like don't expect because I'm a man that I'm going to do all the things that you think a man is supposed to supposed to do. So like my main thing is I'm going to do everything, but we're going to be 50, 50 with things because I'm not, I've seen it not work out in a man's favor. That doesn't mean that I'm not going to provide because I was a 50-50 guy until we had a kid, right? And then I asked her, what did you want to do? Because in, within our relationship, I had like a year and a half where I wasn't working, but I had savings, so I was able to still maintain the man of the house, Yeah. right? But at the same time, I asked her, you know, I had a break. If you want a break, you know, you can have a break. If you want to be a stay-at-home mom, be a stay-at-home mom. Whatever you want to do, I got your back. Which means she's not bringing in income. Income for four years of no income. So and my and I preach men go into situations with 50-50. If you decide to change your mind later on, change your mind, right? But I preach that because it puts you in a situation where you don't feel as though you're being a taken advantage of. Understand when things don't go right, if things don't go right. So. Then I found myself being the guy that's paying for every for everything, and I still I'm still in that role, yeah. Because like I said, we live together, but we're not together. Um, still in that role, but at the same time, I think it's important. You hit you hit it right on the head where people acknowledge 
roles being acknowledged, but also the understanding that roles change, right? So you got women who are equal to you in opportunity now. So they have a say. It's not just, I'm the man, shut up and go over there and cook. Yeah, that's, right? how I, that's what I want to say. I want to say, yo, me and you are equals. We have right. different roles. We right. need to, but we equals. Yeah, but we equals. And we each, and we need to learn each other's roles. Right, and, and respect each other's roles. And yeah. respect it. Because yeah. that's the key. Because if we just go off tradition, there's no respect for roles. It's going to be just, this is what you're supposed to do because it's always been that way. And it's like, well, for the woman to just cater to the man and the family, maybe she didn't like to do that. But she didn't have opportunity. Now she does. So if she says, I don't want to cook, she doesn't have to cook. If you're hungry, you best to know how to look. A man should know how to cook in 2021. Right? Mm-hmm. You should know how to cook because to just think that a woman is supposed to do they don't have to. She's making 100000 now. She don't even cook, but she eating. <laughs> she don't eat. You understand? She don't even have to cook because now she got access to getting whatever she wants. So that's what I mean by like roles have changed and they've progressed. And in some cases they degress. But at the same time, the roles have changed and it's okay. Tradition keeps us in a certain, it keeps us stagnant. It has to change. Tradition has to change. And And it's changing. It's changing, bro. And it's it's not to knock at any, anybody who believe in the old way. I say, hey, get married and ride over to the the That's why I I ain't knock. I ain't necessarily not Dwayne Raid, even though that's that wouldn't be my my position. Of course, well, I don't understand. Well, we'll talk about doing with another another day. We could get into it because I'm not. I'm gonna be fair. I need to listen in because I, I I just saw it in passing. You know what I'm saying? That's why I mentioned it. But I need right. to sit and actually watch and understand what he said. But we could just end on that tonight. Um, this has been a, another great episode of yeah, man. It was great, man. with your man AB and your boy. Your boy Darius. D money, man. Big D. You know what I'm saying? Um yes, we're gonna catch y'all again next week. Um hopefully next week we could be able to rebrand. Um I'm still waiting on a, on a new cover art. So we're gonna start uh promoting the uh the rebrand. But we'll catch y'all again on another tip. Okay. Let me know what you